1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 105.9 The Region and welcome to On The Market. This is York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez and my co-host and real estate expert is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif. Good morning, everyone. Should we start with the York Region sales for June? We should. <laughs> York Region's been on fire. So you, you've already heard that the Toronto real estate market was up 10.4%. Well, Toronto's got nothing on York Region. York Region was up 11.7% for the month of June. And we're up for the entire year, year to date, we are up about 1,000 units in terms of uh, units sold. And that's phenomenal considering how quiet the year was last year. I mean, a lot of the declines during last year were led by the decline in York Region. And, you know, uh, we made the headlines a lot as to sales being down, average price being down. But this year, York Region is leading the rebound. And why? It's supply and demand. Right now, we don't have a lot of supply in York Region. If you're looking at active listings, we're down 10.6%. So what that's causing is when you have an 11.7% increase in sales, a 10.6% decrease in what's available to purchase, you're starting to see that translate into an increase in average price. There's a lot of consumer confidence out right now, and it's up because interest rates are still low. People are, are used to the stress test now. Last year was kind of new and people didn't know what to expect, but this is the new normal. So now it factors into people's purchasing decisions. They know what they can buy, what they can't buy. It's just a, a very calm market. And at the same time, sales are just heating up. And is there a type of property that is selling more than another right now? Condos. I mean, condos have been hot for the last couple of years. But let's look at condos as well. The, the average condo price is up 7% in York Region. So last year, you're looking at an average price just under $500,000, and that was bringing our average price down because the condo sales took away from detached. They're still at relatively the same levels in terms of units sold, but the average price is now $529,942. So just, it's a $30,000 increase in average condo price. And that shows you that people have just taken, you know, their, their money out of the detached market or the semi-detached or townhouses and they're putting them into condos. There's more condos in the region, first of all. So that's really helping. Vaughn condos have, they're hitting average price points of about $600,000. So that's driving the average price for condos in the region up as well. But it's it's just a, a great shift. It's great to see in the region. There's so much consumer confidence. Houses that were sitting for 40 days, 60 days, 90 days, even houses that were sitting around from last year are starting to sell now because people are getting off of that fence. But since the average price of a condo is going up, do you think we're going to see another shift then where a different type of property is going to be the one that everyone is going to? What you're going to start to see is with the average price of the condo going up, what you're going to start to see is people that were purchasing the 800, 900 square foot condos are going to turn to the six or 700 square foot condos because the, the price per square foot is still going to be relatively the same, but you're going to start to see them you know, adapt to what's, what's available to them within that price point. And the, the 500 square foot condo is not 
abnormal now in in downtown Toronto. You're going to start to see that 905 condos have always been a little bit larger, but you're starting to see the 650 square foot condo or 700 square foot condo become a norm in the 905. And that size is going to start shrinking a little bit in order to fit people's budgets. Now, do you think you're also going to see um, many people investing in condos as an investment property to rent it out? Because that what was that's what was happening a few years ago. Does that continue to be the case? If if people are out there and they want to invest in condos or even smaller houses to rent out, we have a, a rental crisis in York Region. There's not a lot of properties. If you if you look at the rental market outside of of sales, if you look at the rental market, there's some properties getting 10, 11, 12, 15 offers for a rental. There's people with 800 credit scores and a hundred thousand dollars income being turned down for a rental. So. If you're an investor and you're listening, York Region is a great place to invest in, and you'll be able to get three or four rental applications the same day for your properties. Wow, that's unbelievable. And now in turning to, you know, you said that there was low inventory. Does that mean you're still seeing in your office multiple offers? Pretty much everything is is getting into multiple offers. People are trying to jump the gun and, and offer on the first day that a property comes out. And most times you have to do that. You don't have that window that you had last year where you had 15 days or 10 days to think about what you were purchasing, go out and see other properties. If you fall in love with the house, you need to put an offer on that house right away because by tomorrow that house will not be available. All right. Well, if you think uh, York Region is on fire, when we come back, an update from the Toronto Real Estate Board. Stay with us. You're listening to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On The Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Thank you, Tina. Joining us next on the show is Jason Mercer, Chief Market Analyst from the Toronto Real Estate Board. Jason, welcome to the show. Thanks very much. Jason, we're looking at uh, the report that just came out, the Market Watch for 2019, June, uh, to be specific. And our sales were up 10.4% across the board. And that's on top of an increase last year for June of 2.4%. Tell us a little bit about what happened in June. Yeah, I mean, essentially the the whole second quarter of of 2019, we've seen an improvement over last year. That was after a bit of a slow start uh, during the the first three months of, of 2019. And to, you know, a certain degree, it was anticipated. I mean, we'd had consumer polling done. Uh, in the fall of 2018 and again this spring, and, and certainly buying attention for picking up. And I think a lot of that is attributed to, you know, households that were initially on the sidelines as a result of the Aussie stress test, sort of finding their way back into the market, sort of how they, once they figured out how they were going to deal with that, whether it's, you know, looking at a different type of home or, or perhaps a different part of the, the greater Toronto area or what have you. But we've certainly seen, you know, an uptick in sales and, and an uptick in pricing, especially on, uh, you know, higher density home types, whether we're talking about semis and towns on the low-rise side of the market or condominium apartments, obviously, uh, on the high-rise side. And we've seen this happen before. If you look back historically, 2008, we had that little dip when 
the south of the border, they were going through the recession, and we had about six months of pretty quiet activity on in the real estate board. And 2009, after a bit of a sluggish start, just took off, and that continued through to 2016, 2017. And we've been telling people on this show, this is what's going to happen. There's been so much pent-up demand from last year that those people are going to jump off the fence and get into the market, and that seems to be what we're seeing right now. Yeah, and even to expand on that, I mean, if you think about the greater Toronto area and sort of what drives demand for housing, and that's whether we're talking about, you know, ownership housing, whether we're talking about rental, uh, is it, the fact that we're creating jobs across, you know, a number of different sectors. You know, I'd argue that we're the most diverse regional economy in Canada, certainly, and one of the most diverse in, in North America. And so we attract people from all around the world to take advantage of those job opportunities, not to mention you know, the uh, the cultural diversity that we take advantage of in, in our region as well. And so the bottom line is that we continue to see steady population growth, um, you know, every year. And, and, and these people need a place to live, whether they're buying a house or, 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 or renting a house. And, and as a result, you know, both segments of the market are, are tightening up. Now, Jason, you mentioned the stress test. Do you think that as we head into a federal election campaign this fall, that uh, it's going to go away? Um, I mean, certainly what we've been, you know, speaking to with regards to the, the, the stress test is, is the notion of, of, of flexibility. I mean, I think number one, you know, the two percentage point uh, uh, threshold on its own seems somewhat arbitrary. Um, and, 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 and so what we're, we're, we're saying that, you know, as you move through the economic cycle, there probably needs to be some, you know, flexibility. And maybe that flexibility also extends to, you know, the degree to which, uh, um, the size of people's down payment changes or geography or what have you. So we're just saying, look at, um, you know, prudent lending practices is important, but at the same time, I, th- I think there's a need for, uh, you know, flexibility, whether we're talking about uh, the stress test and how that rolls out as you move through the economic cycle or even looking at things like amortization periods on insured mortgages. And as, you know, the consumer's buying power has changed with the stress test, we're starting to see condos, especially in York region, Jason, we're starting to see them really heat up. And, and if we're looking at 2000, June 2018 versus June th- 2019, the, the average price of a condo in York region in June 2018 was 495533 This June, that's jumped up to 529942 a 7.7% increase in the, pri- the average price of condos. That's huge. And, and that seems to be driving York region in in terms of what's selling or what's selling more, and in turn it it kind of drives the average price for all homes down a bit. But that's a huge increase for one segment. Sure, I mean, and if you think about that condo market segment over the last say couple of years, you know, we had the fair housing plan come into effect, and then the offshoot stress test, and that's the one segment of the market um, that you know continue to see steady increases year over year. Um, and, and you're right. I mean, when, when, when you have, you know, steady population growth, you, generally speaking, you have households that still want to buy, but then you have, you know, new policy come into place that sort of precludes them maybe from purchasing what they had initially planned. You start to look at other segments of the market. And certainly the, the condo is one segment that people have been looking at, uh, um, in, in, in greater numbers. And I'd argue too, when you look at, you know, say semis and towns, that would be a popular choice as well, except for the fact that we haven't built a lot of those home types over the last, you know, decade or so. And that gets to, you know, a, a term that's been thrown around a lot is the missing middle. What that means to us at, at Trev is, is, you know, bridging that gap between, say, a condo apartment 
and the traditional detached home for people that want to move through that the housing continuum. And I think that's an important point as well as you move into an election is, is let's look at ways, whether at the federal level, provincial level, or even down to the municipal level, that we could see a greater diversity of home types coming online and, and, and helping us meet demand across the affordability spectrum. Now, we began this conversation looking back at the first half of this year. What do you see going forward? Uh, well, certainly, I mean, we were forecasting at the beginning of this year for, for an uptick in sales relative to, to the low that we saw um, in, in, in 2018. And certainly, you know, we're, we're still looking at uh, that increase. In fact, you know, we bumped it up, uh, our forecast up a little bit in the spring from, you know, originally we were sitting at 83,000, we're up to, you know, 86 now. And so we are seeing that momentum, and I believe that will continue as you move into uh, uh, the, the, the fall and, uh, and winter months as well. On the pricing front, you know, we're, we're starting to see tighter market conditions, a little bit more competition between buyers in, in many neighborhoods. And so, you know, that's also exerting some upward pressure on price, a little bit above the rate of inflation in general, um, certainly stronger price growth as you move into the higher density home types, which have proven to be more popular this year. And in in York Region specifically, we've, we've started to see the detached homes bounce back a little bit. And yeah. and as a total, for year to date, we're looking at almost 7,000 sales as opposed to last year where we only had about 6,000 sales at this point. That's a huge increase, 1,000 properties sold for year to date in the first six months. How do you see that playing out for the rest of the year? Do you, do you see that leveling out a little bit? Do you see it continuing? And we're, we're, we have this feeling just from being out in the market and, and listing and selling that there's, there's not going to be a slowdown, at least till early next year. Yeah, I mean, if, if you think about, you know, uh, the things that may have precluded people from purchasing a home over the last year, particularly a detached home, obviously the Austin stress test and, and the hit on affordability of that had. But number two, um, for some households, you know, affordability may not have been the issue. It may have been uncertainty. And so, you know, people taking a step back just to see how these policy moves played out in the marketplace before, say, pulling the trigger on a uh, on a transaction. I think, you know, a year in, um, you know, we haven't seen, you know, too much of a drop uh, in, in, in pricing, you know, on the DTAT side a little bit more so than what we saw um, in other market segments, but still pretty solid. And so I think you're starting to see, you know, some of those people are just a little bit uncertain about where the market was headed you know, starting to move back in. I mean, you look at other indicators, you know, the labor market, uh, population growth, you know, it makes sense that we're continuing to see strong demand for housing. And I think, you know, by and large, people realize that. And after a bit of a hiatus, you're starting to see uh, more activity. Jason, just before we wrap things up, what's your advice to our listeners who are maybe still on the fence and thinking about maybe jumping into the market? Do you think this is the right time for them, and what kind of properties should they be pursuing first? Well, certainly, I mean, I'll always stop short at, you know, giving specific advice because every household is, is different. But, you know, at the same time, when we've been talking about sort of higher-level numbers. I would say that if you have certain neighborhoods in mind, certain home types in, in, in mind, contact a realtor and, and let them walk you through, number one, the, the steps involved in making a home purchase. Number two, you know, the nuances in, in, in certain areas may be different. Um, than, than others. So that would be, you know, my next step is just getting a sense of what's going on in that specific pocket uh, that I'm looking at, whether that's defined by a certain geography or a certain home type or what have you. Jason, thank you so much for that great information. And we look forward to speaking with you again. If listeners need more information about TREB or the TREB Market Watch, how do they connect with you? 
Uh, they can go to trebhome.com and you'll actually find our market watch publication on a monthly basis back in 1996. So they can really get a handle on what's going on uh, in the marketplace and a lot of other publications that cover the rental market, condo market, um, even down to the uh, community level on a quarterly basis. Thank you very much and have a great day, Jason. You're very welcome. You too. When we come back, we get to your real estate questions and this week's hot listing. And just a reminder, if you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On The Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On The Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Time now for our listener questions. And the first one comes from Joshua in Richmond Hill. He wants to know if he can ask the following questions when he's purchasing a home. He wants to know if he can get a copy of a property tax and utility bills, and how many times the property has been previously sold. Asif, are these questions that a potential buyer can ask for? Great questions, Joshua. And, you know, this is information that's pertinent to you purchasing the home. And quite often, well, quite often utility bill uh, amounts will be available through the real estate agent. The property tax has to be verified by the real estate agent. So the property tax that you see on the listing has to be exactly what the property tax is for that property. So that's going to be available to you. Utility bills, you can always ask for. They may have the last one available for you, or they they may tell you the exact amount. Utility bills are going to vary by the user. So you may have someone that is hardly ever home, and if you see their utility bill, it might be $60 a month. Whereas for your lifestyle or your family's lifestyle, it might be 120. So it doesn't really matter if you see the utility bills or not. You can get an average, but for, for most homes, the realtor will know what the average use is and yours is going to vary. So it's not something that you should rely on to be 100% accurate as to what you're going to be paying because again, it's going to vary as per usage. As for how many times a property has been sold, that's pretty much public information. It's on the land registry site, and you can actually go through and see how many pro- times a property has been sold. And you can also ask the realtor. The, the homeowner may or may not know because they may have purchased this property and not asked that question, so they don't really know how many times it's been sold. But that's information that's on the land registry, so it's uh, very easy to, to find out. All right, terrific information there. Our next question comes from Perry in Newmarket. He wants to know, um, preparing a home for listing and then showing the home requires some packing. He wants to know, what should he already be packing up? Perry, another great question. And what we try to tell our clients is pack up anything that you're not going to use over the next four, five, six months because like your winter clothes, you may not need your winter clothes until October or November. And if you're going to be listing the house and possibly moving out by September, then anything that you're not going to be using, pack up, store it away, personal items like personal pictures, uh, anything that, uh, you know, personal decor items, pack those up because when people walk in, you want them to imagine themselves in the house. So if you have some 
decorating pieces that are, you know, what that you think were great for you, they may not be great for someone else. So you want to keep the home as neutral as possible. Let people imagine themselves in the home when they walk in. Asif, if our listeners want to connect with you directly, how can they do that? Tina, they can call me at 416-985-CON. That's 416-985-5426. And just before we go, this week's hot listing and joining us next is Heather Cooper from Remax Prime Properties. Heather, over to you. Thanks, Tina. This week's hot listing is a beautifully upgraded detached home in Cornell. This home is about 3,000 square feet. The main floor features hardwood flooring, nine-foot ceilings, a beautiful bright kitchen. The second floor features four bedrooms, three bathrooms, and laundry. It's perfect for a large family. It's got a beautiful backyard patio with room to lounge, dine, and soak in the hot tub. Now, Asif, you're very familiar with Cornell. We talk about this area a great deal on this show. This is a great area, and Morning Dove is a fabulous street. I mean, there's so many young families in that area. There's parks right across. It's very close to the schools, and this is a great price to be in this little pocket. Okay, Heather, one more time, the highlights of this home and where our listeners can get more information. It's a detached four-bedroom, four-bathroom home. The address on this one is 79 Morning Dove Drive, and the list price is $1,138,000. And for more info, they can contact Susan Taylor at 905-554-5522. And I'm just going to add, if you're interested in a property like 79 Morning Dove, give Susan the call right away. What is it? The last five properties that you've showcased on this show have sold that week? They have. Yep. (laughs) So So they don't last. Not not at all. Okay. So Asif, one more time, where our listeners can get more information. They can contact Susan Taylor at 905-554-5522. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you need to connect with Asif Khan, if you missed any part of On the Market, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.